episode of Sports Nonsense and Whiskey. Coming to you Wednesday, April 7th. This year's cruising right by. It's going quick. We got the guys in the house. Missing one, Zach. R.I.P., buddy. Hope that game went well with Xander. Otherwise, you're just going to be mad all around. Missed but. The, missed the podcast. Here, here with uh, Aaron Pinky. How you doing, my friend? Oh, good, man. It was a good day off. SP. Yeah, doing good. Busy excellent, day. Excellent, fellas. Two weeks in a row, I'm starting to feel like I'm back for real. Yeah? It's so nice. So it is you're uh, knocking all the dust off the boots? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Not fun going back to work after a month off, just getting to hang Ugh. out with your newborn and your wife and Dude, that gives relaxing. me that gives me anxiety, you just talking about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, corporate America. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope, nope. Yeah, maybe I should just come work for you in the coffee shop and just be done with it. Might be an option. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure things out as time passes here. But it is good to be back again for another week. Don't plan on missing any anytime soon. Sweet. So we'll uh, start rolling into some things here. There's plenty going on in the world of sports. We are going to save the all-star game conversation until next week. Zach, being a big baseball guy, definitely wanted to be a part of that, so I told him I'd hold off. And we can discuss that in more depth next week and go from there. But kind of on the same lines, slightly with the you know the politics involved, if you will. <laughs> One of my uh, favorite times of year being NCAA tournament just ended. Big shout out to Baylor beating Gonzaga and ruining their perfect season. Right from the get go, oh, man. That so game sad. that game turned ugly quick for Gonzaga. So sad. So big shout out to Baylor, first national championship. The tournament was absolutely amazing. Um, I, I do have to say it's probably, and you know, there's always that recency bias, but very arguably the best tournament that's that's been in recent memory for sure. Only the one big buzzer beater, but it wasn't the semis to get Gonzaga to the finals. So that that's kind of a big deal. The amount of upsets this year were absurd. So tournament I mean, was nice to have back. UCLA making it to the final four after playing in a play-in game. Yeah, they went from the first and four in to the final four, which has never happened. Um, and then now, to, to lose like that, like... Tough loss, but they probably shouldn't have been in the first four in games anyways. The seating was a little janky this year just because there wasn't a lot of out-of-conference games played. So you didn't quite get the right feel for team's actual skill levels i guess is, is a good way to put it so some people got ranked where they shouldn't have and i think that might have played a role in what we were considering to be upsets regardless great tournament um but moving along you get the tournament ends and the masters starts now i know we just talked about the masters in november 2020 was a bitch things got moved around we're getting masters at the right time now. April, all green, azaleas blooming, wonderful time of year. I mean, you can't really distance more than on golf, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I, it, it's a little weird that it was pushed back the way it was when the players could have just distanced themselves while they were on the course, even if you're playing with somebody else. Yeah. The only person you really had to be close to was your caddy, and as long right. as you and your caddy were tested and fine like. even if you weren't tested i mean if that's all you're hanging out with and you're isolating with that same people that's like isolating with your family right you're not nobody nobody in the government well 
shouldn't say there's plenty I mean, of people just, who are wearing masks inside the home it, with their family and while they're driving and walking outside and they, you know, they, some extremes were seen they right? could have done it but you know they just, pushed it back it was cool to see it in the fall uh that was definitely beautiful. made the course look a lot different it was absolutely gorgeous you watch it this weekend though and you will see why that is the most famous golf tournament in the world for the last hundred years um so we'll talk about that a little bit before we get into the actual tournament itself i think it's only fair that we discuss slightly the fact that it is in georgia and while we won't talk about full on the conversation of the politics and everything, because I think it plays more of a role with the all-star game being moved. So we'll leave it kind of for that. The same group who somehow got MLB to move the all-star game and petition that was petitioning Augusta national and the PGA to move the masters and what they don't seem to understand. And my whole thing is if you're going to go at somebody, you better understand what you're doing and what you're trying to change. The masters is not a tournament. It is the golf course. Well, it's not. Uh, it's not like playing in a stadium because you can go and play in any stadium. You can't go and play on another golf course and right. be the Masters. Yeah. No, well, that's the thing. You can't play another golf course and call it the Masters. Now, the U.S. Open, the Open, the British Open, those play in different courses every year because they move around. They yeah. move around. The PGA Championship it moves around every year. They play different courses every year. Now, there's a select few that kind of get it more than others, but you move around every year. The Masters is Augusta National. There's no separating the two. Mm-hmm. Augusta National is the Masters. The Masters is Augusta National. That is an end-all, be-all statement. So if you move that tournament, it is no longer the Masters. Right. Now, the other thing, and this is, you know, somebody wants to shout out on the Facebook page and come at us a little bit and have this conversation, I'm more than willing to. But you want to talk about a good old boy system? Augusta National didn't allow female members up until the recent memory. I'm talking like, I'm pretty sure like within the last 10 years, maybe 15. I'm sure they had a good reason, Caleb. Yeah, probably plenty of good reasons. <laughs> yeah, because all the guys. We just don't have time to go into right now. guys go to play golf to get away from their wives, so they didn't want them at the, at the <laughs> don't, don't have time to go into all those wonderful reasons why they didn't allow that. But you think this good old boy club is going to sit here and listen to what you have to say about politics and that's going to make them move their tournament? Right. I'm going to go out and limb and say no. I would think not as well. Yeah. I just, you know, it's a thought. Yeah. Rough guess. Hypothesis, if you will. Well, here's the other thing, though, too. I mean, because obviously people have strategies going into that course and that's where it's played. Um, So, you know, caddies that do their homework and, um, you know, you get a familiarity for it. So you're messing all that up. So you're, in other words, you're, it has nothing to do with that. You're causing this huge detriment to professional players because of your opinion. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't understand. And I don't know when people are going to stop allowing dumb people to dictate decisions like this. It has nothing to do with them. Uh, it's, you know, I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand why people give in to that mentality. It's mind boggling. Uh, people are dumb. True. So, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll dive into the reasons of why they were coming at Augusta National and why the All-Star Game for baseball got moved here to Colorado and Denver. We'll do that next week when Zach's here to actually dive into that because it, it does pertain more to the baseball side of things, I think, than the golf side because, you know, Masters didn't have to move. The All-Star Game did. So we'll go, we'll, we'll go uh, that route next week. Sound good? Yeah. Perfect. So we'll leave that there for now. 
But the tournament itself, for those that listen to this on any what some kind of regular basis and follow us from the beginning, kind of, if you will, talk to my boy Chase today. Cotton is not in the Denver area anymore. He moved down to Texas. So he's not able to come on and discuss the Masters with us at this time. Oh, okay. But him and I went back and forth for a little while and discussed the tournament itself, who to look for, who could make a run, who's probably dead in the water, all that good stuff. So, Definitely Tiger's dead in the water. He's not going to Yeah, Tiger not may, not, uh, may not have a shot at winning this year. Speaking of, they came out and said today that uh, his accident was due to a high rate of speed. Eight over 80 miles an hour. Yeah, I think kind of everybody knew that already. That makes sense. Yeah, that's how you flip an SUV normally. Right. But uh, you know, I wanted also to make sure known, we had known for that issue. Apparently, yeah, um, oh, it's all very down, well it's known. All downhill, yeah, yeah, curvy down. And so, yeah, not a surprise. So Tiger won't be there. Tiger will not be there. And he he kind of came out earlier, and he's a lot different in his older age after everything he's gone through. A lot of the younger players look up to him. Uh, a lot more personable. Um, every year the, so usually today is what's called the par three challenge. There's a par three course, all the, the golfers families and everybody gets to come out and actually be part of it. So the golfers are playing, but they'll have their little kids doing putting or their son will caddy for them. Uh, Jack Nicholson, his, uh, Nicholas, my bad. Nicholson is the actor. Nicholas is the golfer. I don't know why I constantly do that. Um, Jack Nicholas. Uh, two years ago, his grandson hit a shot for him on one of the holes and got a hole in one. Oh, nice. So it's just a really cool atmosphere, the par three. COVID still being what it is, that's not happening this year. It didn't happen in November. Kind of a bummer. Hopefully by next year, we'll have that tradition, if you will, back. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, the Tuesday night before all of the master stuff kicks off, they have what's called the champion's dinner. And the only people allowed to go to this are the former winners of the tournament. And last year's winner, the previous year's winner, gets to pick what's served for dinner. Oh, I was just going to ask what was for dinner. Yeah, so it changes every year. Uh, there was a, a story years back where uh, Fuzzy Zeller come. made a joke about chicken and waffles or something along those lines yeah. when Tiger had won, and that did not go over well with a lot of people. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, but Tiger made a comment this year about how he said he can't be there to run up uh, DJ Dustin Johnson's bill this year at the bar and at the buffet line and whatnot and kind of joking around with some of the guys. And so it was nice to see him still kind of being involved, yeah. even though he can't be there. Uh, Dustin Johnson is the defending champ, uh, world number one. So he's obviously at the top of the list, set a course record yeah, in November. It'll be tough to... So he's Beat that record, he's man. still playing really well. Um, he's got that monkey off his back, if you will, of finally winning the Masters once. So he's obviously at the top of the list. Um, the guy I really like this week, Justin Thomas. Uh, Chase actually agreed that that's a guy to be on the lookout for. He is playing phenomenal golf for the last couple of years, especially to start this season off. So Justin Thomas is definitely going to be up there to look out for. couple... N- I won't say no names, but anybody who doesn't follow the game is not going to be familiar with it all. Uh, Matt Fitzpatrick has been playing really well to start the season. 
really low on the overall ranking. You got to be top 100 or a former winner to get into the tournament. So it's not like he's a no name as far as like the guys on the tournament are concerned, mm-hmm. but to your average fan, you're not going to know who Matt Fitzpatrick is. Uh, the same goes for Caleb, Caleb Cameron Smith. Sorry. Uh, Cameron Smith is another guy who's definitely lower on the knowledge of the, you know, just your avid kind of, general fan if you will who wants to just watch the masters kind of thing probably doesn't know who that is either but he's been playing phenomenal golf to start the season so there's a couple dark horses there if you will uh chase for some reason always has a thing for paul casey (laughs) and it's not because he likes him he just seems to continue to allow him to win a couple bucks when he puts money down on him because he's not terrible but he's not really winning so he's always got him in his dark horse category for some reason, and I just told him to get off his nuts. <laughs> but he said he keeps winning me money, so I'm going to keep going with it until yeah. some of the changes. Hmm. Um, I, I, my dark horse and, and Cotton told me I'm just a fool because the guy just hasn't been playing great golf. You hear that a lot, don't you, Caleb? I do, I do. But I'm going to keep you know. Sometimes it's warranted, sometimes it's not. I'm going to keep my yeah. opinions rolling because you know I have my own eyes that I like to use at times and go from there, but. A guy who plays really well at Augusta but hasn't broken through on the overall champions list, if you will, as far as the majors are concerned, is Ricky Fowler. Dude always plays really well at Augusta, but Sunday has not been kind to him. Uh, it just kind of falls back on you those Sunday. You have to know how yeah, to finish. It's, it's tough. Um, but he's won a lot on tour, just not as much in the past couple years. I still think he's got a shot to kind of break through, and that could be really that hill if he goes over finally could really set his career in a whole other direction. Plus, I've got my family, some cousins kind of knew him and were friends with him, and so I've kind of always pulled for him with the fact that there's a link there. And then, you know, dude's wearing lime green head-to-toe Puma outfits. That's pretty ballsy, and I love it, considering golf is all about that traditional look. SP likes Puma, apparently, so he's on board. Ricky Fowler, my man. Ricky Fowler. <laughs> Love Puma. Um, another dark horse that uh, Cotton liked was Patrick Cantley. This guy's been playing golf on a very high level for a couple years now. Uh, hasn't won a major, but he's been there on Sundays. So very possible to break through. Who's the guy that uh, – who was the golfer last year? That in any other normal year that somebody doesn't break the course record, he would have won because he still scored like a 18 or under par. Uh, I he was, it wasn't that low, but I, I want to say you were talking about Francisco Molinari, who just bombed on Sunday on a couple holes and went um, went to hell in a handbasket, basically. A um, couple guys to stay away from this week based on what Chase was telling me. A lot of people are high on Jordan Spieth. Guy's a, I want to say, four-time major champion, but he hasn't won in two years up until Sunday. Hmm. And he won a tournament called the Valero down in Texas. It's like his home course. Oh, okay. So, you know, you you win your home course. There wasn't a lot of big-name golfers there, so take it with a grain of salt. But he's been playing better, and this is a guy who I had as a dark horse in November, and Chase told me I was foolish, and I don't think he made the cut, so I looked. Well, he made the cut, but he wasn't in contention. I want a dollar off Cotton because he made the cut. We've got another dollar on him not making the cut this year, and I still think he's going to. So I've so, got the list here. What do we got? There was two two golfers. They both shot negative 15. 
and uh, it was Cameron, was one of them. Cameron Smith and Sung J. I'm probably saying that. Not wrong who I was thinking. So Cameron Smith is who Chase has as one of the dark horses. Hmm. I mean, both of these guys shot basically scores that would have won them the Masters in a normal normal year. year. Yeah, for sure. Where a guy doesn't just destroy the course record. The thing about it yeah. though is you have to remember November. The course is playing way different than it ever has in oh, the yeah. past because you're faster. playing in November. Uh, yeah. Slower actually. Slower really. Um, greens weren't as fast. Uh, balls weren't sticking as much on the greens oh. because of the. They really had to build the course up to make sure it was ready. And See, my first thought would have been with the ground being harder, things are just going to move that much faster. Oh, actually, that time mm. of year it can be actually a little bit warmer down there. Weird. Um, so nothing, apparently. play is a lot different. So that's well, something... We wouldn't normally go to Georgia. We're not humidity guys. So That's true. Yeah. I'd go if I could get tickets to the Masters, though, for damn sure. Right. That would be one hell of a week. We'll weekend. send you as our correspondent. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. I think Zach will go with me, too. We'll go have a fun old time down there. But so you've got that. Um, so Spieth, a lot of people are high on because he won last week. He's been playing a little better to start the season. Uh, but some people are saying it's fool's school. So he's won the Masters before. Uh, he's got, until Dustin Johnson went off last year, he had the course record tied with Tiger for it. So he knows how to play this course. He's played well there before. If you won it before, I think you at least have a, a shot. He was not playing yeah. good golf before these last couple of months. He was in his own head, big time. I mean, this dude won four in a year and a half time frame, basically, and then didn't win after that. So these last two years have been tough on him. But if he's gotten out of his own head now, he's got that monkey off his back with the win last week, and he can start moving forward, he is dangerous. Now, people don't think that's necessarily the case, so we'll see. The other one that Chase told me that here's a guy who's always in competition at the majors over the last couple of years, but Chase said he's, he's a guy he would not put money on is John Rom, And that's because he just had a baby, his first baby. And so Chase is questioning where his head's at. And he looks at me and goes, you just had one, you know, were you thinking clearly that whole time? Would have you been practicing on the course every day? Like you used to, I know I wouldn't. And I was like, all fair points. Mm-hmm. So he's either going to come out here and just, you know, muscle memory and have the weekend of his life, or he may not even make the cut. You know, it, it, there can be very big extremes in that situation. So John Rahm is another one who chases and high on. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, you know, this last year hasn't been normal. Some of the guys weren't even playing in tournaments, but they're going to play here. But... There should be fans, limited, but still fans. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to just be the golfers on the course with nobody around. Getting back to normal yeah. a little bit. And you're playing the Masters in April when it's supposed to be played, when it's one of the hardest courses in the world to play. So if you go out low, you're just playing at an absurd level. I'm excited. Love it. I know a lot of people say golf is boring, um, but we know, you know I'll watch the Ocho if I have to. So <laughs> golf is boring until it's not. That is the best way I could summarize golf. I, I understand what you're saying, yeah. actually. Because that's the same with NASCAR. It's, it's boring until it's not. I'm actually getting into NASCAR here over the last couple of years, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, think, there's a lot more that goes into it yeah. than I had ever imagined. I am not watching much golf regardless. But um, Sunday, the last day of the tournament, when it's like you've got you've narrowed down the field, you yeah. know the handful of guys that have a shot, and when you watch that, 
there's like, that there's that pressure there's that intensity oh absolutely it's like the playoffs yeah know, like you can kind of yeah. feel you that feel urgency it, for right? sure so and that's I, I, that's, I, that's the one day i can it. watch i'm, down I'm with like that. okay i can watch that because everything they do matters and yeah. when you can put it in that context you're like okay i can see the stress this guy's under he just hit a shitty shot now he's like man i'm i'm probably gonna lose because of it like you can just feel those yeah. moments yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just not just that like the galleries are like on top of the players at these tournaments and i don't like somebody i don't know watch me at a golf course or i'll shank it i can't imagine being up on that tee box looking to try and be in contention to win the biggest tournament in right. in the world you got a bunch of gawkers and you yeah. got a bunch of dudes just standing there waiting to yell hey yeah and you aren't going to shank it? Like, I'm surprised more people aren't going to the hospital because they got tagged by a ball. Right. Honestly. So these dudes are at another level. And anybody anybody says, well, I'm a scratch golfer. I could probably. You're a scratch golfer at your home course. Congratulations. You go to the Masters and you're going to be playing like what I do normally. Trust me. Yeah. So shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. So that's that's about, you know, all I got this week, fellas. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that they're talented to an absurd level, but the same as I won't watch people play chess. <laughs> you might have just said the one thing that I wouldn't even watch on the Ocho. Yeah. <laughs> like, coin flipping to me would be more interesting than right. watching chess. No, I, I mean, I agree. I don't now, know. you so, want to talk speed chess, where they actually got the clock there? I could oh, yeah. probably get behind okay, that. Okay, that I, I probably could I too. could probably get behind yeah. that. Yeah. But you're talking like actual test, chess term. I don't even remember the dude's name and went against the computer and super... I. I you said it, I would know it, but I I, I can't remember. Uh, Bobby Fisher? No, 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 no it was no. an Indian gentleman. He actually memorized every move that was programmed into the AI. Yeah. Magnus Carlsen came and beat him uh, because he just played un, untraditional, and he couldn't figure out how to manipulate it. it yeah, it was crazy. pretty genius. It, super. You, a grandmaster chess player thinks on another level than anybody oh, else. Oh, absolutely. That dude's uh, in the future. It, it's crazy. So... Those, though, when you're taking, like, I don't even know how long you're, you get between moves before it's considered illegal or whatever, but, like, you're taking an hour to sit there and look at the board. I'm not I'm not in. For uh, for the actual world championship, I don't think there's a time limit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm not – I can't get behind that. That That's that's a different level of – If I like to think my mind works pretty well, and I can think ahead and see things and, and moves and such that. I love playing chess growing up. Yeah. That's on another level of – beyond where i want to be <laughs> you know what's crazy about that though is that these people are so smart and so good they can know within seven or eight moves be like i lost yeah and absolutely like, <laughs> as long as the other person is is on their level right yeah absolutely yeah, you be make like, one uh, wrong I've, decision i already you're done. messed up yep yeah and that's what's interesting is you're like i don't even know how you came to that conclusion but cool we still got half the board out here right. they'll literally yeah. look at each other and be like, be like nope, that's you're gonna it. make this move i'm gonna make that move. Yeah. you're gonna make this move i'm gonna make that they shake Shit. shake hands and walk yeah off, we're and done I'm like i i <laughs> i just made the wrong move and you're gonna counter with the the napoleon dynamite r7 to rook five <laughs> You know, so you're done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so chess is where you draw the line. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, I, I speed chess. I'll still watch. Like when you when you got that clock flopping back and forth, yeah. I can get behind that. Still, that's a different level of competition. You got to play Russian roulette every time you lose a piece. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Oh, that got dark, man. <laughs> It's, so, a, but it's yeah, a double regular, play, though, because Russians regular, are crazy. Regular old, you can take as much time as you want between moves, chess. I 
probably yeah, not going to get behind yeah, that. Something tells me no pay-per-view events are coming with that one. <laughs> so. Yeah, I might actually find another hobby if that's all that was available to me. <laughs> yeah. What else we got? That'd be tough. Honestly, no baseball. I'll leave that for Zach next week. Season's okay. starting, so I know he's he's wanting to chat that up a little bit. Obviously, the All-Star Game conversation. We're, we're we'll, early into the we'll We'll let him week. kind of jump in on that with me. Uh, of course, I bet on the Rockies to lose. It's the one damn game they win. Right. It's of probably going to be the only game they win all season. I think we bashed the Monforts enough. There's going to be a lot of that next week with the All-Star you game know, coming here. I'm so. going to crack up if they have one of the best seasons of their entirety and make them look like geniuses. Oh, that would be so devastating to me as a fan. I know. That's why oh, it would be so funny. <laughs> oh, that would be brutal. I'm seeing multiple articles out there of like sports writers actually commenting like, these guys are horrible, but fans keep showing up. So, I mean, they can keep being horrible. That's uh, We'll get to that next week because I had some choice words for Zach about trying to get all-star game tickets, and <laughs> we did not see eye to eye. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I can't fault the guy because, I mean, if he loves baseball the way he think, he says he does and the all-star game's here, and yeah. if he missed – the last All-Star game that was here, which was like 2007 or whatever. I mean, I I can I can see it. Morals got to have a line somewhere. If you're not willing to stay on that line, things get dark real quick. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk more baseball next week. Uh, we quick promise, shout out. Becky. We, we promise. Yeah. If you even listen to this, probably just follow. She called the us out page. on it though. <laughs> she was like. I don't think you guys should say sports. It should just be football, basketball. That hurt my soul a little bit because if she actually listened to the podcast, she'd know I have to fight to talk about other sports on here. So, you know, I digress. I mean, some of us just got to stick in our <laughs> wheelhouse, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I digress. Um, shout out to the Nugs real quick. We won't go into too much basketball talk because I covered a lot of it last they're, week. And we'll, so we'll let it roll a little bit longer before we do. But Aaron Gordon trade was huge. They are undefeated since acquiring him in the trade they are 18 and 7 i believe uh since like february 22nd which is the third best record in the league uh they're rolling right now Hmm. and there's a lot of people who say that aaron gordon trade put them in the conversation for championship this year so that's fun to watch being nuggets fans and i'm just a huge nba fan so there's a bunch of other storylines but again covered a lot of them last week we'll let it digress a little bit before i jump back on that bandwagon here uh, let's hockey, switch, let's switch gears. Hockey, Avs are like literally yes. the best team in hockey right now. I wanted now. to throw that really? out there because wow. we may not talk a lot about hockey. Part of that's because it doesn't get a lot of coverage mainstream. So, you know, you got to go dive for it. And I got enough other things that I'm diving for. I will, I will really start following hockey once playoffs roll around. That's usually when I jump into it more. But Avs are arguably the best team in the league right now. They're on the West um, and the divisions in hockey are all jacked up now, so I think it's a joke the way they've done it. But they're kind of out west. The other team is Tampa out east. Um, those are probably the two best teams in the league right now. Hard to argue that, and the Avs are looking like they could be the favorite to win the Cup this year. So, wow. again, being Denver sports fan, Colorado sports fan, yeah, love seeing that the Avs might be able to get a Stanley and- Cup back to Colorado. And the Avs have really, um, Joe Sackick has really done a great job just building up this roster. And there were some dark days um, some just a couple years ago. Days. Like just really dark. We're just Within like, the last decade, they, they were, were the, they were worst. the worst team in the league. 
Hmm. And now they're one of the best over the last couple of seasons. So it's, it's, cool. it's really cool to see that. It is. Change, well, homegrown right? built too. A lot of it's through the draft, uh, not free agency, which is amazing to know that your organization was smart enough to pick the right pieces. Yeah. Um, the other thing that Avs fans are kind of, we're spoiled. They moved from Quebec and then turned around and won two cups. So they were able to build that bandwagon fan base pretty early <laughs> Real in quick. their new, you know, their new digs. You went right when you move here and, and then you, all of a sudden fall off the map after 15 years. It, yeah, 96 and two, 2001. Changes everything. I mean, Colorado and Detroit was one of the best rivalries in NHL history. Not not just recent memory in NHL Man, history And if the Red Wings weren't while. so good during that time, we'd have more cups. True. So big deal for them to be back. So definitely glad Pinky was on the same page there. Nice shout out to the Avs. And trust me, as playoff hockey starts rolling around, I'll have I, I'll have more to talk about with hockey. I do enjoy playoff hockey. I do playoff hockey is another level. Same thing with playoff basketball. Once the urgency's there, once every move matters, I, I do enjoy that. Um, so that's that's kind of where I'm at this week. I, I I dove in real hard last week on my first week back for our a little bit of a sabbatical. And you were a little pent up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Had a had a really release. <laughs> Similar to uh, Deshaun Watson. Uh, Good ooh. segue. Oh, oh no, man. No, not too much. That, that was oh, no, that man. was actually bad for two reasons. He's in. But... He's. This is gonna be a dark year for him. You think so? Huh? Right or wrong, it's gonna be a dark year for yeah. him. Well, he's here's a... the thing: innocent until proven guilty. That doesn't mean your sponsor's got to stick with you. Right, and he lost two of the well, big ones today. His and Nike, just keep going. his Nike contract has been suspended, not Beats, canceled. Beats has Beats dropped him. ended the relationship. Rolex will not be far behind, and then the Houston area, whatever he's got going on there, is not going to yeah. continue to come to him. I just, you know, I keep thinking about it because again, it's pretty much one of the main staples of the news right now on Bleacher or whatever you know news outlet you go with. Um, I just keep thinking back to, I'm like, man, how is there like 19 massage therapists that are vouching for you? And then there's like 22 that have cases against you. I'm just like, who needs that many massage therapists? I I said that to you guys from day one. It doesn't, the thing that keeps being that sore thumb for me in all of this, even if he ends up being proven innocent in the end, dude, you got a problem. Like you have the best facilities arguably in the world when it comes to the NFL. Yeah, and they're not going to hire somebody who's not good at massage well, therapy you, or chiropractic or whatever so, you need. They're not going to have somebody on staff who isn't phenomenal at it. Correct. Now, when you can go in and get that work done, but a lot of them have their own private sessions at home during the week when they're not or not in football season. Or <clears throat> he's in L.A. Sure, so but don't you have one person you're going to? You yeah, why are you looking is... people up on Instagram? Yeah, that is that's. Kind of... Kind That's the thing. one thing that keeps sticking out to me. Like, right? why are you finding random people that you have never been with before to take care of your body that is your moneymaker? Yeah. It just, that's the one thing that just feels off to me about that the whole sketch, thing. Yeah, that and is. it could be, that's his thing. I mean, like, like he just kind of, he likes to have a bunch of different people massaging him. Also, nah, man, go for it. That's, that's the thing, man. If you get one that does it really good. Yeah. You would stick with you them. would stick with them. I never had a massage. Don't like people touching me like that, so I can't say firsthand. It hurts me like hell. But so what I've heard, do it. what I've heard is when people find somebody they like, they will religiously well, make sure they go back to of that. Of course, person. that's how people are with barbers. That's how right. I am with chiropractic. I had the I mean, same lady cut my hair since I was like eight. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of weird. So, and those are some of those facts that are coming out where I'm like, okay, now things are getting a little weird. And if it's 1922, it sounds like he just flips a coin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, it's not looking good for Deshaun right now. Those coin tosses, man. What is it about the NFL? Right? Oh, jeez. <laughs> and what amazes me, honest to God, what absolutely amazes me, with how bad the NH, the NHL, the NFL handled the Ray Rice situation. Yeah. With how bad they handled the Kareem Hunt situation. With how bad they handled the Adrian Peterson situation. They were How is this dude not hell. on the exempt list yet? Right? How can they just come out and say, we're investigating, and you have not put him on? All the exempt list does is let people know you're seriously thinking about what's happening here. Yeah. Well, how did he Tyree, still gets paid. How did Tyree Kill not even hit the exempt list? I, right? Yeah. Dude, crazy to me. Crazy to me that the NFL still drags their feet he, on issues of this he's, nature. He's going to be on that exempt list before too long. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. Just to keep him still kind of active is... is uh, just ridiculous. Well, what's really crazy is if he gets put on the exempt list, gets paid. that's actually his best case scenario. Correct. He doesn't he have paid. to play for the Houston, Houston Texans. Will not have to play for him. Doesn't have to go to the facilities. He gets a free pass to get away from him. And he's still getting paid. Correct. Like that is honestly the best case scenario for him right now. Okay. Now it's making sense. He did all this. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's there's, and there's still a bunch of people out there. Conspiracy theories saying the Texans did this and it's going to backfire on him. Because if they really did it, this is going to backfire on them. Yeah. Because if it comes out that they did, dude, you're selling the team. You will be forced out of that good old boy club real quick. Yeah. Hmm. I don't because know, man. the optics of that. Where there's smoke, there's have fire, it. man. That's usually how it goes. Sometimes there's just smoke. There's, there's just a lot, it's man. It's rare, though, that there's yeah. not an ember burning. Right. Now, <clears> and I understand for a lot of the women who, um, according to these reports that are coming out, um, yeah, do they want to get paid for being mistreated that way? Sure. But uh, to have so many, I mean, just... Well, that's the thing. All these people coming out going, well, they already asked him for the hush money. Like, this isn't real. A couple of them. Yo, guess what? If they're literally saying this ruined their career and they cannot do this practice anymore because they get nervous, they get unsure of the situations now, they can't trust their own thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Guy flips over and they're like, whoa, yeah. wait a minute. You're going to want to get paid. Because you haven't been working. So you call it hush money. This could just be you owe me money. And the fact that two of them came out publicly and gave statements. One herself. The other through her lawyer. And now there has been information passed along the Houston PD district attorney. Yeah, district attorney. That they're actually having information out that they can go over. Deshaun's got an uphill battle to say the least. Well, <clears throat> yeah. Numbers aren't looking good for him, man. Well, this so, uh, is a great lead-in to talking about the AFC South <laughs> and how horrible the Texans kind of move right along. Dude, we are killing it with our transitions tonight. <laughs> so good. <laughs> we'll have some. I have some fun topics to discuss once we get through the AFC South, and this will be probably quicker because most of the team. There's two teams that kind of suck, and two teams that are pretty good. Wait, so. it makes sense now. I get it. Nineteen twenty. He's building a roster. Right. No. Oh. <laughs> Oh. His starting twenty-two. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Go ahead. Thank Aaron you. always with the dark, always taking it to those points. Bringing that lingerie football back, eh? <laughs> so starting his own league. Right. I I would say at least the Texans have prepared themselves for Deshaun Watson not playing this season. Yo, they went they, out and got Tyrod Taylor for a reason. They they got Tyrod Taylor and they traded for Ryan Finley. 
hmm. who's a quarterback from the Bengals. Well, yeah, but he's yeah, he's a backup. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but they're prepared basically for him to not play. Could be worse. He could um, have Cam Newton. Now, <laughs> I don't know, man. Cam Newton might be all right down there. I, I still want to give Cam a pass for last year. little side note, only because COVID can ravage you. And, and, Negative. And then the whole yeah. not getting the offseason. I think started Cam's off done. okay. We'll see what happens. Okay. I think Cam's done. We, we all know I'm not a Cam Newton fan, Cam's but I will give him benefit dude. of doubt until we see what happens. Dude, how many year. rookies did we see come out and absolutely open up and manhandle the NFL? And maybe ran into walls because of injuries or things like that. I don't think he's don't playing for somebody who's an offensive genius like everybody wants to believe in McDaniels. I think Brady was the reason that offense looked good. Brady's just that smart and knows how to read between the lines for what McDaniels was really trying to do. Yeah. I think McDaniels is actually an idiot, personally. Well, when we saw some of his other moves and what he did in those areas, I think you'd have to So. You're going from a very cerebral quarterback to one who's not known for being the best film study guy. Probably not going to be a good mesh. <laughs> and, and and this is also a situation where they didn't provide the weapons and opportunities. Not at all. But we'll we'll come back to Cam at another date. Another we're date talking about time. the Texans. Yeah. Texans. Yeah. Texans. Um, Sorry. I mean, the team yeah. that uh, got rid of Hopkins, let J.J. Watt walk. Deshaun Watson, they've who knows what happened in that situation. Dude, to, this to torpedoed him. <laughs> this, this team, this team is not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, the fact so that they, anybody signed with them in the offseason blows my mind. Mind boggling. But I'll tell you what, that's how you know somebody's I've, about the money and not the winning. I've got mm-hmm. that list. That'll answer that question real quick. I've got quick. that list. Let's see. Your We're boy the, Lindsay? So your here, boy Lindsay? Here, here's who signed with them. <laughs> we call this a gold digger list. Let's yeah. see it. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I love that. That's the right way to put it. <laughs> the gold digger list. Yeah. We already said Tyrod Taylor and Ryan Fenley. Now Tyrod went because that's the only place going to give him a chance to start. Oh so yeah, he's starting. I understand. No, he's starting. He got twelve million. Of too, course, so. but I'm just saying him. I understand why he went there. Uh, his not about the money. No, Ty- he's about I want to prove I can still play in this league. That's a little bit different. Tyrod went there because he still likes his lungs. Okay, <laughs> and. You want to talk about messing safety. people up. That's why he went there. I'm surprised there's not a lawsuit there somewhere where he's still getting paid. Pro- at least a restraining order. <laughs> Sorry, who else? <laughs> Got to stay 50 feet away. <laughs> right. No needles for me. Yeah. I brought in my own doctor. Thank you very much. <laughs> exactly, man. Poor guy. Uh, now, he has a reason to bring in his own massage therapist. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just don't get an acupuncturist. All right. right. Yeah. <laughs> you want to leave that one out. I don't shoot up anything. I swallow pills. <laughs> so Philip Lindsay did take the money, but one year, three million dollars. Sure. It's a. I mean, it's about what he was going to get out on the market. Unfortunately, here's the thing about Philip. Like him because he's a homegrown guy. Can't stand him because he's a buff. Um, but he needs to be more realistic about his own talent. He could have gone to a winner and been part of a piece. But not been full on. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what Why the market he for him going was. There, really. He's not going to be the head honcho there. Well, after Mark Ingram decides, oh my ankle hurts and sits on the bench. For David the rest Johnson's of the year. still the guy there, and when healthy, he's the most talented back there. When he's healthy, he Although was healthy he, last year and he looked pretty good. Uh, he still looks. He looked he looks pretty slow good there last year compared to what he looked like when he first came out. But I, 
Lindsay needs to understand his own limitations is how I feel. And he could have gone somewhere and won and still gotten paid. And he chose to get paid a little bit more and lose. I, I mean, his I, who knows what his market was, really. So he might have just jumped on the best deal that came across the table. And he's not really made that big NFL money. And he's got a short career. Sometimes you just, you know, hopefully uh, he got the money. Hopefully he'll get to show more of what he can do and um, cash in next year. He probably also thought he was going to have a good quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was like right. Look, before he signed, Deshaun had already come out and said, I'm not playing for Houston. Right, yeah. So, <laughs> okay. unfortunately, we don't get to give him that benefit of doubt. <laughs> All right, fair point. <laughs> Texans got uh, like Mark Ingram like we talked about. Ingram, end of his career, didn't have a choice. Dante yeah, Moncrief, if you remember that name. Yeah, of course. Wide Colts. receiver with the Colts. Yeah. Then he went down. Wasn't he with uh, Jacksonville last year? I think he was Jackson. I think I hurt in Jacksonville. He's, or he didn't play. He's never lived up to expectations, unfortunately. So, he was, you know, Houston's he a, a big of fan of having wide receivers who can't stay healthy. He was yeah. okay with uh, Andrew Luck. Yeah. He, he did play pretty well. When Luck. he played, but he could never really get on the field to get that consistent play time. And, sure. He, I mean, he lot, wasn't he a first rounder or a second rounder. I mean, they, they spent a high draft pick on him. I would say like second or out third. Out of Ole Miss. I want to say like second or third, yeah. So he just has never really lived up to expectations. Sure. Vernon Hargraves, mm, cornerback. Not a bad piece. Desmond King, Christian Kirksey, and they had some other what I would call value signings. Not guys that are you know really going to talk. We about. had to spend money, so we're going to bring. Um, you on. They have no draft picks in the first or second round. Why is that? Uh, How well, could that be possible? How yeah. do you lose Hopkins and not have draft picks? <laughs> They should have three. <laughs> they took yeah, a, that's a, I think they took a second and a fifth for that's Hopkins. That's a tough question. And, uh, There's a course, reason O'Brien isn't in the NFL anymore. They have uh, Nick Casario is the new GM from New England. And you know what's funny is as bad as they wanted him for the last two years and New England wouldn't let them talk to him last year, now he gets the job this year, I didn't hear a whole lot of other people out there clamoring to get his talent. Well, I think... And maybe he didn't know about all the Deshaun Watson stuff and everybody else did because there weren't any other real GMs wanting to go down there either. That's that's why it's a weird... Who would want to walk into that situation well, and be like, yeah, and let the me team, pretend to be the boss there? The team is technically being run by Jack Easterby, who's a religious... A spiritual leader. Yeah, a spiritual Figure leader. out how he got that position. A spiritual leader? Yeah. Yeah. That's who's, yeah. who's that's who's actually pulling the strings. Any other details on, on this he's resume? He's like the uh, what's his name, Joel Osteen. Oh god, he's like the mega church, like kind of thought process guy, and somehow he's now running an NFL team for uh, McNair Jr. Hmm. Just shows you go that there's a lot of really brilliant people at the top of that organization making so, really great decisions. As we talked about, <laughs> if you are betting or playing fantasy. Whoever's playing the Texans, bet right. on them. Absolutely. If they don't go 0-16, I will. Oh, no, no. 0-17. If they do not 17. go 0-17, I will actually be amazed. Yeah. Does that guy own any massage parlors by chance? You know, we might find out soon enough. I'm just curious. <laughs> there might be a reason Robert Kraft and him know each other. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Surprise, surprise. There could be an enterprise brewing that we're just not aware so, of yet. So, needless to say, the Texans need everything yeah. for the draft. Right. What do they pick, uh, Pinky? Uh, well, I mean, they don't pick in the first or second round. <laughs> so, I didn't actually take any additional notes on that. <laughs> My point being, 
they're not really probably going to fill any of those holes that they have. They do have the third pick in the third round. <laughs> Jeez. Look, you can find a lot of great talent all over the NFL draft. But with how many holes they have, I yeah. don't see this draft helping them at all. <clears throat> no. and ho- I mean, trade back and pick up more picks for just more, you know, basically crapshoots because that's after you get past They don't the- have any more good players to donate. No, I would say the first four rounds in the NFL draft are all solid talent if you're good at evaluating and you know what you're doing. Yeah, you can find starters in, on all of that. Yeah, for first sure. four rounds are solid. Problem is the Houston Texans have not shown any possible form. Yeah, they've been horrible at drafting for yeah. the most part. They can't pick the right person to play on their own team. So how are they going to do in a draft? You yeah, know it's I mean? not looking good. Yeah. I think that's enough on the Houston Texans. Moving forward. <laughs> Our uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Urban Meyer is about to ruin this franchise, and I truly believe that. That's well, bold. bold. It's not going to be worse than the Texans. You might be surprised. <laughs> I would. They're, they won't be worse than the Texans. <laughs> Yo, he put Florida back. He put Ohio State back until the sanctions did not come down on Ohio State. This dude is a organizational nightmare. In my opinion, well, he doesn't is have he to a worry. Good football coach, maybe he doesn't have to worry about those same rules and regulations as he does when you're in college. No, but if you're keeping somebody on staff who physically abused his wife, Ohio State, uh, good you, old boys, uh, right? You might be asking for some organizational issues. Just saying, hmm. they he did should, release him, but he should have took or the no, Texans he, job. He he uh, resigned. Yeah, and the fact that he brought him on in the first place kind of tells you what kind of guy Urban Meyer is. So anybody talking good of this guy, my I mean, Urban Meyer is the same as Pete Carroll. They're no. will, they're willing to no do what they way. have. To. Yes, they are. Pete Carroll had tons of sanctions raised against him after because he, he left. was paying players and stuff. Every hey, college program that wants to be anything does that. He just happened to get caught because somebody got pissed off, and the agent went out public because of Reggie Bush. That's the only thing that happened. Any major program is pain. Anybody seen Blue Chips, the movie? Mm-hmm. That's Jack, called a biography. Penny. <laughs> we, we know. We know. But so they're Pete all Carroll and dirty Urban Meyer stuff. are not the same dudes. Mm-hmm. Not the same dudes. Not even close I don't like them, so. Yo, Urban Meyer knew what Hernandez was doing and still allowed him to play. Let's, let's put that into perspective for a little bit. You going to call that the same as Pete Carroll? I think no. Pete Carroll would do the same thing. Pete, Pete didn't have the talent. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pete had the talent. Not Pete was just picking talent that didn't have gang relations and murder charges pending. That goes a long way. Urban Meyer did. You know why he got away with it? Because he had God's next Messiah and Tim Tebow playing for him. And so the media allowed it to go under the radar. That is all that happened. Also makes you wonder about Tebow. Ever so slightly. He may not have been going out, hanging out, drinking with the guys. Just saying. Nah, but you don't think he heard rumors? Oh, he did. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Makes you wonder just a little bit. How bad do you want to win? A lot. Nah. You got to have lines somewhere, man. Oh, they don't draw those lines in college, brother. So, yeah. I think uh, Urban Meyer is a terrible hire, personally. I don't see how it makes sense, but nothing the Jags have done 
in the last uh, you know few years has made sense. That's, so that is not an organization that's known for its high levels of intellect. For so. the uh, well, you want to hear some real conspiracy theories. There's talk that Khan's doing everything he can to be terrible in Jacksonville so he can get the team to London. Wow. Okay. Huh. Now that's a deep dive on conspiracy dark web kind of stuff, but I don't know it's when they're thrown out there. I don't know when their contract with Jacksonville runs out, but I mean it's a pretty hefty it's a pretty hefty fee to relocate. It's seven hundred fifty million dollars is what it was for the Chargers. Well, I mean, is that inclusive of a stadium or no? That's just a separate relocation or? fee. Yeah, but the NFL takes cuts out of that for you. No, that's oh, yeah, that's yeah. why they're that's why the Spanos family is fighting right now, and one of the members has put in you know it's in court that the team needs to be sold to cover these debts because they're so far behind because mm-hmm. of they don't get the re- the quite the same revenue cut and they're still pay- they still have three hundred million behind in the San Diego Chargers fans are probably thrilled to hear that they might get their team back. <laughs> <laughs> it, again, as we know, it still makes no sense to have. Two teams in LA. I, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. I just don't understand why you would want to be the little brother. It should have been like a joint venture, not just hey, Kroenke paid for the whole thing and, and we're going to lease. But from that's him. why. Why would Kroenke share any of that when he can do it on his own? California's stupid. Um, that's all you got to remember. <laughs> They're dumb. I'm not arguing any of those points. Yeah. That, yeah, no argument there. No right. no lies detected in that statement. Nope, not at all. So back to Jags, though, a little bit here. They so, actually have I mean, some talent. At least they have some pieces that they can work with. They're that plucky team yes, right now. Yes, absolutely. Right? Great running back. So. Robinson came on strong as an undrafted rookie mm-hmm. last year. Looked really nice. Chenault looked good. Chenault looks nice. Shark yeah, is a really shark solid wide receiver. wide receiver. Core. They've got some pieces on the defensive side. They're going to get Trevor Lawrence. Again... Urban Meyer is a good X's and O's football coach. I cannot take that away from him. He's got national championships to back it up. I just think he's a he's terrible just a bad person. Guy. Yeah. I think he's a awful person, and it's only a matter of time before he does something that's going to cause your organization issues. I'll just wait for it to happen. You know, that's. I mean, what else can you do? It's but all I guess speculation. If you want that championship, and you think he can do it before you know everything hits the fan, yeah, you know, go all in. I guess. Sure. I I I don't know why you even bring him in. I mean, he's quit twice for health issues. Why do you want to bring? They were not health issues. Oh, that's that's, that's what he what, said. That's what he said. Is and they were health issues. people like to whatever listen to that for whatever. No, he quit before he had to deal with the sanctions that were coming on those programs. Plain and simple. That's a smart thing to do. Yeah, let them deal with it, right? Yeah, not my problem. Not my he problem. did too. Yeah. Oh boy, did he. CEOs ever. do it all the time. <laughs> What's the big deal when the coach does it? <laughs> So, but they got some pieces. They could be super competitive next year. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about super competitive. Seven, eight wins. I could say, yeah, they're sure. not going to be the worst. I uh, could see them easily going nine and seven next year. I I don't think that's out of. You mean nine and eight? Nine and oh, eight. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, that's going to oh, mess yeah. me up. There's no, there's no nine and sevens, no eight and eights. Oh, right. Cowboys will never go Cowboys eight and eight again, six. baby. Shit. And neither will the Broncos. <laughs> Right. The Broncos <laughs> had the most. Their perpetual right. eight and eights are no longer in existence. Yeah. That's going to take some getting used to. Yep. So nine and eight or ten and seven. Yep. Hmm. Okay. I think ten's a little high, so I might have to stay on the nine and eight side. But I, I think you're right there. Yeah. But they're they'll be in that that wild card hunt. I do I mean, believe. 
Ooh, I don't know, man. I don't. Not not with Trevor, not first year. They're still letting seven teams in the playoffs, right? Yeah. So they're going to be right there kind of in that seventh spot possibility. I I know they're still going to lose four in their own division because they're not going to beat the Titans and they're not going to beat. you got to remember, they're not adding more teams. They're just letting more teams into the playoffs. So that seventh team is going to be a 500. Dude, look at the NFC East last year. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be that team who gets to sneak in. Seattle back in the day got in at six and ten for winning their division. Like, it's they're go- there's gonna be a little bit of a. They were seven and nine, but I like to say six and ten. They were seven it and just nine. Sounds better with the with the beast. That was beastquake year. Because then they went and won the first round and made everybody look really stupid. And no, actually, the year I'm thinking was with Sean Alexander. Um, they weren't six and ten with Sean Alexander. I swear it was six and ten. Oh nah, man, it was Marshawn Lynch. It was 2011. I know the seven and nine. They played seven about. and nine. They played the Saints. The Beast Mode uh, run went. Oh, I remember that. They won that game. Poor Drew Brees, man. Could that guy have more bad luck of not getting out of the first round or the, the NFC Championship game? Or I just man, his last three years were he's yes, he's tough. had some bad losses in the playoffs that were no fault of his own. Yeah, hmm. be better. You be better in the first three quarters, and you don't have to worry about it. Or before. you know, be like Tom Brady and get really good kicker and amazing defense. Well, clearly wins games. <laughs> Does yeah. wins wins championship all, wins all the championships. So they've got some decent pickups that the Jags have made again. All pretty much just sign, you know, quality signing. Shaquille Griffin, Sidney Jones. That's a really good signing, actually. It's a great signing. They gave him a lot of money, um, so hopefully he plays as well for them as he did for he did play pretty good in Seattle. Um, Sidney Jones. Is he the one missing an arm? I always... That's his brother. Okay, his brother. Shaquem. 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 Okay. Is the one missing the arm. I, don't, I think he... He's got his arm. 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 It's just... Well, it's a nub. From There's... from the from the elbow down is, is, is where the issue... No. No, no, no. It's doesn't just, have a prosthetic or anything? I don't, I don't know the proper terminology for it, so I don't want to... I don't want to offend anybody, but from the elbow up, he's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's from the elbow down where the limb... Has, a, I don't. I honestly don't know the right. It's not there. Yeah, it's it's not fully developed. Yeah. But a football player. Though, yeah, still. he's absolutely. Dude, be able to overcome that and get in the NFL. Much is that the dude bench is like three fifty still. Like, Jesus. Christ. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, he's got an attachment he puts on, and yeah, he's able to just. That's awesome, man. Props to that oh. guy. That's phenomenal. So that's uh, so Shaquille's his brother. Um, we've got Philip Dorsett, uh, wide receiver, and Marvin Jones, wide receiver, that have joined in the Jags. Carlos Hyde at running back. That um, running back's going to be interesting, and I know I'm a homer when it comes to Nebraska, but a Zigbo would have been the starter last year if he had not had the hammy issue right before the season started. Do you think they go into a good two-back system? So I'm going to be interested to see with this new coaching staff with with Urban Meyer coming in, he watched Zigbo play it in Nebraska, being at Ohio State. He saw him firsthand. And Zigbo was a pretty damn good runner at Nebraska. There's a reason he was in the conversation to be the starter last year before he got injured. If healthy, him being the backup to Robinson, I see more likely than Hyde being the backup to Robinson. I okay. see Hyde more as a luxury. Yeah. With a Zigbo having injury history, Robinson being not small, but a smaller main back, 
I think Hyde's more of a luxury guy. I don't see him getting a lot of run if the other guys are healthy. Well, Hyde's only there because he played for Irvin at Ohio State. Also so. a good point. Uh, so that's going to be actually an interesting running back committee, I think. Yeah. Uh, because there's some talent there. It's going to remind me a little bit of the Ravens. Well, actually, that's not fair because they actually have a talented running back. <laughs> uh, yeah, his name's Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dobbins got freed at the end of the season. You're going to watch that he dude did. go off this he year. Did. No, he we'll did. We'll see. I'll believe it when I see it. I know he has potential. It's just Still that coaching staff stupid. I, I, I won't so. stop saying this. Dobbins, to me, is way more talented. Well, I won't say way more, but he is a better running back than Ezekiel Elliott. Well, I mean, if you compare to film I'm not saying last, last season. Year. I'm not saying just last year. I'm saying coming out of college, he is a better mm, running back. I don't know, man. Coming uh, out of college, Zeke was on another know. level, man. Yeah, and plus Elliott's Zeke is more of hands. a bruiser. Dobbins can bruise and evade. Yeah, but look at the difference, though. Like catching – I mean – Elliot. Dobbins can catch out of the backfield. Elliot couldn't. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Elliot could run ten down, run slants. I mean, he's he's a good route runner, and he's got good hands. I just so if you're looking for an actual full package running, he's pretty I'd smooth say, catching the ball. The I'm backfield. not saying he's bad. I'm just yeah. saying you go back and look at the Ohio State film. He only, Dobbins is a better running. He back. only ha- okay. So there was I remember in particular one um, pass. I think it was like a thirty something yard pass that Elliot almost had one handed. And to see those kind of hands uh, on a running back, I think actually shows a lot. So. Again, not saying he's bad. I think if you went back and watched the film side by side, I think you would agree that Dobbins is a better talent. I think you're literally in the 1% of that. You might be, yeah. You really are. Unfortunately, I mean, when Zeke came out, he was highly touted as one of the better running backs that and have come he out really since good Peterson. His, his first few years. And he did look really good. I, th- I think he, again, I don't see the guy, but I, I, don't, I think there are times that he may not train as hard as he needed, he, has, he needs to. I think it's more mental issues. Things like get in his head and it just ruins him. I'll agree. I just, hey, from what, look, I'm the only one on this show that watches college football. So you guys don't have a lot of legs to stand on here. <laughs> I also know how little sometimes what happens in college affects the NFL. I'll agree with that. I will agree with that. I just, from what I saw from both of them at Ohio State coming out of college to the pros, I personally would rather have Dobbins than Zeke. And you'd be wrong. <laughs> I'm not going to say you'd be wrong. It just wouldn't be my bet. So, um, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Let, let's see what happens this next season, right? If they maybe, let maybe, him free, if the Ravens actually let him be the one, I think you're going to see something special. I I think it'll be great to actually to see him go out there and do something and then see now Elliot back with the Prescott coming in. And that that's it. and if Zeke can get back to form, right? I he's top five, easy. Yeah, in absolutely. the league. Uh, so I think you're looking at, and maybe they're they're neck and neck. Could be. I just like I just I I personally thought Dobbins looked more explosive. I think that's where I drew the line. I, you're right, and I think it's also a lot easier to look explosive when you're not having to handle as much of the load. Because if you look they were at running that, a different offense when with yeah. Dobbins than they were when Zeke was playing. Exact same. Exact it's same offense. They, they didn't have that. Trestle quick, and Meyer run the exact same offense. They they ran more of the offense through Zeke. And no, they did. They didn't have as much of that quick passing that they were doing. That's with not true at all. Stuff. Yeah, that's but not I'm, true at all. I'm talking about the NFL, though. I'm not. Talking I am about, too. Uh, moving what I started with. Okay. As far as Ohio State's concerned, Peaky is the same offense. Um, the other thing you have to keep in mind, though, had Dobbins got a chance to be the dude. I think we could arguably say Baltimore is the best offensive line in the NFL right now. Arguably, Tennessee's going to be up there. You might be able to throw some other guys up there, but Cleveland. Cleveland's got a good line. Yeah, great line. 
what was Zeke running behind? He's trash. Nothing last year. Right. But when he first came into the league, he oh, was yeah. running behind the best offensive line in the league. Right. So if Dobbins really gets a shot and they don't do four different running backs, I think you see a 1,500-yard rusher, 12 touchdowns. Are you saying four including Lamar? No, no, no. That's <laughs> okay. not including Lamar, right. unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> which is mind-boggling. Yeah. So Go we'll ahead see. and put Lamar down for that 1,000 yards again. He's, Probably. going to happen. And that might be why he doesn't get the big contract. I think we're going too far into the AFC North. <laughs> <laughs> right. How do we get there? We made a turn. Back, back, it back was to the Urban AFC Meyer, <laughs> J.K. Dobbins, and yeah. Zeke played for Ohio State. There was so. a legit yeah. stepping stone there to each yeah, topic. Okay. But that's, that's good enough. Back to it also started with the running back by committee. I think Jacksonville could have a dangerous backfield. I really do. If healthy, is Zigbo, like I said, has some talent there. I know I'm a homer, blah, blah, blah. But he was going to be the starter until he had the hammy issue before the yeah. season started. Sure. So I think they have potential. I'm not going to hold my breath though. They've got they've got a solid wide receiver core. Mm-hmm. They've got you know um, why am I drawing a blank on the tight end coming from Cincy? Wasn't uh, huge concussion issues though. Oh no, he left. Oh, he left. Yeah, he just did one year and he, he got signed. Oh. We he signed with. Um, I thought Shark was the the tight end. No, Shark's no, no. the wide receiver. Yeah, Shark's oh, okay. he's the one. Uh, Jags technically have Josh Oliver that they drafted like two years ago, but he's been hurt this whole time. They actually had Jack so. Nicholas' uh, grandson. Hmm. O'Shaughnessy. O'Shaughnessy. O'Shaughnessy is is his grandson actually. Oh wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Cool little tie in there back to the Masters, sure. <laughs> but yeah, like with Russell Wilson's uh, was it. Sister, sister, yeah, playing for Stanford. Stanford, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I always like seeing those little relations, Uh, seeing the crazy talent that's in families. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And he was highly. He was wasn't he at Notre Dame, I believe. Jack's Jack's grandson came out of Notre Dame or Florida State. I thought it was Notre Dame, but either way, he was highly touted coming out of college and just hasn't for whatever reason lived up to expectations. He's just a little bit larger, tight end, not smooth. He's not the receiving tight end. That you want, he will catch a few balls, but he's a he's a pretty good blocker, and yeah, you know he's okay. He just doesn't have. I just want him to bring the fullback back. You know what I mean? That's what I. I'm actually a big fan of the fullback, Dude, so I'm not going to argue that I, at all. I just watched a Mike Allstott like uh, highlight video the other day. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. I remember that. Those are the good days. I mean, you're you're talking my heartstrings here. Nebraska is known for the fullback, so yeah. I'm I'm all about that position. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I just you know I wish they'd bring these like these running backs that are just beefy and mean and be like, not just play fullback, man. Like. Goal line and you know lead lead rushers. Hey man, I, you know I love it. I, I, I love it. That's I'm football, a big fan man. of watching that that power line for line, mano y mano. Well, man, kind you of know thing. Yeah. if you think about it, the way you can scheme things up and when you can pull and then you have a fullback and then you can do a toss play. It, with the speed you have with some of these running backs, man, you just get them open open space, and you've got multiple blockers in front of them. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff that could happen. Yeah, I think one of the biggest mistakes Broncos made was letting Janovich walk. Yeah, yeah, he got hurt a lot though. I mean, there's, I mean, he got hurt in Cleveland last year, so I mean, I, I can see not wanting to pay him more for the injuries that he kept getting, but uh, when he was healthy, he was a darn good fullback. So it was very just, helpful to have. I just hope there's a turn, man, and they they start bringing full. So bags. with the Jags, it's pretty easy. They're gonna they're gonna be it's not gonna be complicated. They're gonna run up. They're gonna take their full ten minutes on the I clock. I hate that. 
I, I seriously hate that's that. slow rolling, man. Oh, it dude, it annoys the hell out of me. If you don't, well, it's the NFL, the NFL tells them to do that at least to start the the show. Um, but they're gonna they're gonna draft sunshine Turn in and the move goddamn on. card and let's get things moving. Along. I know, right? We've been through enough drafts to know what it's like. Auto picking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I get some teams that want to take the full ten because they're they're listening to some deals. And they if don't you're legitimately pick, going, I get that. Yeah, I get that. But that doesn't have like. But yo, let's be honest. The first three picks should be done in about thirty seconds. The first right. pick hasn't yeah. been traded in like forever. I mean, the last first pick that technically got traded was the Eli one. But they actually did draft him and then traded him after the fact. Yeah, because who wants to be the team that trades that pick? Right. right. So, um, it, it's just yeah, it, it should just start. Roger can say, and the and the Jags are on the clock. What do you want? And then some dudes like rolling up with the card, like yeah, yeah. We've already known this for five months. Here you go. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It, it should change. be. A, it should move along. So unless Trevor Lawrence sex tape gets released ten minutes before that, I don't think anything is changing. Now I, I think they're at twenty. Three or twenty-five was their other draft position, so they do. Uh, they don't get to take the rest of the night off after right. they pick the first one. They do get to pick another uh, uh, again. Oh, you know what, man? They got a lot of potential. Maybe, uh, maybe they are going to hit that ten wins. Talking about that coaching, you, man. And that's the thing about the How NFL. How much do you it's, believe in Urban Meyer as a coach? The NFL is notorious for you can turn around from a cellar dweller to a championship team in three years. That's what they built the ling on is is that that parody. Well, and nobody else a, has been able to do it. I as mean, well if as you've the got NFL. a decent roster, just the coaching staff and a and a and a good quarterback can change it around right away. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. They're three years. The NFL that that's like their motto. If you can't go from cellar dweller to championship in three years, it's not on us. It's what you did organizationally. Right. Pick 25, yeah, is what they have. 25, that's pretty so good. So they've got some options there. Again, they could trade out and get some more picks. They could stand pat. They still need, I mean, they could still use a good offensive tackle. Um, you you could make the case they could still use another wide receiver if one was sitting there. Um, give him more weapons, right? Um, they still do need quite a bit on the defense after they kind of let everyone go on the defense. So they've got a lot of options. Uh, it'd be interesting. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they traded out of 25 and moved back a couple more spots. I can see him grabbing an O-lineman right there. It, it, Trevor Lawrence, an O-lineman, and you're done. Yeah. Set. Yeah. Move along. Right. Be perfect for an O-lineman. Yeah. So, perfect. And then, you, and then you fix your defensive problem in the next offseason. Yeah. Yeah, or, or later rounds, you know, yeah. three, four, five. You spend on the defense and you you move along. Plenty so, of opportunity. Yeah, it'll be interesting what Jacksonville does. Moving to one of Aaron's favorite teams, the Tennessee Titans. Oh, I do like the Titans. Yes, Derrick Henry, monster. Always remember the Titans. It's yeah. weird that they took this long to realize that you can just let Derrick Henry run. Yeah, yeah. The fact that he didn't do anything in the first two years of the league, I think and he was had, playing behind Deion Lewis, and I think that had a lot to do with coaching staff. It's still stupid. Yeah, because they went, once they switched coach to Mike Rabel, it, he's like, we're just going to run him, and they do. Yeah. And again, he's he's like that '80s '90s running back where just keep handing the ball, good yeah, things yeah. happen. Have you right. seen his offseason workouts? They're, yes, they're pretty. That awesome. dude's going to be able to do this for a few more years. He's a freaking he's. <laughs> He's probably like Adrian Peterson was a mutant. Derrick Henry is like even bigger and stronger and yeah. almost as fast as Peterson. Yeah, I would say Adrian Peterson is like Star Lord, where he's like half god, half human, <laughs> and Derrick Henry is just straight up Thor. 
right. Does that work for everybody? I, I, Relatable? I think, I think so. Yeah, um, I mean, we can go with that. Yeah. Now, I'm a huge Henry fan, man. And uh, yeah, it, but if he wasn't on that team, man, the Titans aren't half what I mean, they are, so. I just, being, you know, a football fan that grew up with watching games in the late 80s, early 90s. Sure. Where we still got to see some of these guys that were getting 25, 30 carries. Emmett Smith, Terrell Davis. Yep. Um, Curtis Martin, um, you just you see these guys, and it's just like King Henry does the same things. He just yeah. wears you down, and once he gets you, man, he breaks that runoff. You don't he just get tired, puts, man. Yeah, yeah, he just doesn't he, get he gets tired. stronger. Yeah, no, he's that old school power eye. We're gonna run until the fourth quarter, and then the next thing you know, yeah. but I, in today's NFL, yards. with all the with all the speed, and um, you know, a lot of your D linemen are maybe a little bit smaller but quick, like. As long as you can block, man. That is a big disadvantage when it comes to Derrick Henry. <laughs> well, and honestly, uh, watching Tennessee over the last couple of years, I honestly feel like the only times they've lost, they beat themselves. And I say that because they get away from the run game out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, they went down 14 to Kansas City, and I'm sitting there thinking, just keep running the ball. Right. Like, you're still in this game. Just keep running the ball you were, and it'll be okay. And they abandoned the run yeah. and then got smoked. Well, they were they were turning out 12-yard runs with Henry. And then on first down, they'd be like, let's get cute and throw it. And then on second down, let's run. They get three yards. And then on, now they're third and seven. Yeah, right. And, like, that's I mean, not a recipe And honestly, success. Tannehill's playing great. It's not on good. Tannehill. Yeah. He doesn't have the weapons to be able to keep up in the passing game like some of these other teams. Yeah. And so if you start going that way... Hey, we're just gonna go shut down Brown, and then good luck. Yeah, yeah, like was, that's was, all that happens. Well, shut down Brown, and then he had John New Smith, and that was like really and, and Corey Davis when he decided to play. Yeah, because um, he had a moment. He had a couple of good games, but you know, um, yeah. Corey Davis isn't the fastest guy, so you can you can shut him down. Yeah. So yeah, you get to that point where it's just like, oh well, AJ's not open. What do I you do? You double Brown, right? and there was nothing else they're gonna do. Really, is what it came down yeah, to. Yeah, that's that's not on the quarterback. Tannehill has looked top five, arguably numbers wise, the last couple. I, of I years. do worry about um, since the offensive coordinator got uh, basically the head coaching job of the Falcons, so they promoted their tight ends. Coach. What do you mean, basically? Well, it did happen. <laughs> but like, is there something we missed? And he's just sorry. like. A placeholder for something, <laughs> right? <laughs> they did lose their OC, which is worrisome, and they promoted the tight end uh, coach. Isn't the OC to be like, "Hey Henry, just run the ball, dude"? You would think <laughs> the new it. guy comes in and goes, "Hey, we're gonna keep doing the same thing, but right. just a little bit more." Yeah, that seems to have worked for the last couple of years. Yeah. Let's just keep trying that. They need defensive help and a wide receiver. I would say that, yeah. that that's Absolutely. where I would be. They need with Tennessee. a vertical threat, either a speedster or another monster. Is there another DK Metcalf by chance just to snag? No. I mean, Brown, there's dudes in the NFL who say Brown's top five. There Julio talked that dude up left and, and right. And they're wrong. I don't know, man. AJ's. He's good. When you get the ball in his he's hand, he's good. good. He is right. good. Now you can put somebody opposite of him and take pressure off. I mean, look, Julio's got Ridley. And Ridley's look like well, he could possibly turn into a Julio's got, I'm faster than you, bigger well, than you, and Julio, I've got the widest I'm not trying radius, to compare AJ but, to Julio. I'm just saying yeah. Julio's got help. Yeah. Tyreek Hill has Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey has Tyreek. You look around the NFL, and yeah. any great wide receiver duo, there's definitely a one and a two, Yeah. but they're both really... DK has Tyler Lockett. Yep. Like, you're... AJ Brown doesn't have anybody. Yeah, you need somebody to spread the field, man. Like, um, and but that's AJ's problem is, 
I've seen him lose a lot of one-on-ones and, and that, that's the part that's kind of frustrating about him because he is a big dude. And so there shouldn't be a lot of cornerbacks that can cover him, but I've seen him lose a lot of one-on-ones. I wouldn't necessarily should. argue. It is only his second year in the league. That's true. I think he's still learning. I mean, he got injured. He got injured week one and kind of dealt with a. He had a couple nagging. He he dealt with that nagging. I'm giving him a little bit more of a pass, maybe than I should because of that. But I still super young and still has a lot. I mean, he came out. Nobody even knew he was. Let's be honest. Nobody was talking about him. They they definitely need a well. Now they need a tight end because John Duke Smith is gone too. So where are they picking? So they are at 22. And you know what I would say right there. If you want to go playmaker, Bateman could look like a really good... Bateman's look. number one on my list. He could be a really good snag for them in that area to put on the other That's side That's that of guy that... Yeah, he's an outside guy. And there, like, there, there were some saying he was the best wide receiver coming out of college hmm. uh, this last year. And then Devontae Smith went off. Jamar Chase is obviously still in that mix. I mean... It's a lot of people who are very from, high from on From the film we saw, Bateman could be argued as the top guy because he's also got the size whereas in with Devonte smith you were i mean i worry about a guy who's 170 yeah i mean you're talking yeah. about a, a dk metcalf size wise not muscular built out wise but oh. you know height and and weight kind of idea bigger dude yeah, another I mean, aj brown almost but can stretch the field can run the routes but he came out of minnesota so didn't people get the knock height. a little bit for that yeah um you know but there's people saying he's got the talent. So I don't want a wide receiver when I need to check to see how bad the wind is. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that. <laughs> now, people knock Devontae Smith for his size, but you then hear him get compared to Marvin Harrison, and you're like, is that really a problem then? Right. You know, like Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt, like he might be slightly built, but if you can ball, you can ball. You also- Jerry Rice was told he was small coming out of college. Sure. So if you've got the talent... Size doesn't well, I mean, kill. Same with Antonio Brown. <laughs> Antonio Brown's not the biggest yeah. dude. Yeah. So if Devontae oh, Smith is really that hit good. Him. He's so quick. You yeah. Can't hit him. Right. If he's really that good, his size isn't going to be an issue. But Let's at the same so. time, depending on your preference, if yeah. you think they're equal talent, but this dude's bigger, that could easily be a Devontae Smith for me is like the fourth guy for me. Now, Devontae's going in the top 12. He will. I, I'm taking Jamar. I'm taking Waddle, I'm taking Bateman, and then I would roll the dice with Smith, but that's me. Bateman's going late first, Smith's going early first. But that could be a steal for Tennessee in the later round. Gotcha. Any uh, big free agent signings? Uh, They did get Bud Dupree. Um, I think if he's healthy, that's a big get for their linebacking core. Bud Dupree, uh, Jayon Brown. Um, They got... uh, Danico Autry, Josh Reynolds, Janoris Jenkins, and Kevin Johnson. So they tried to add some corner depth to the room. Just nothing that really, like... Jenkins eh. isn't flashy, but he could be solid if the other right pieces are around him. Johnson's, Kevin Johnson's solid yeah. as a corner. I mean, They, they definitely, definitely need a corner. They definitely went kind of like the Broncos did. They went defense-heavy in free agency, so they could probably most likely go more offensive playmaker, offensive line kind well, that's, of Well, that's draft. really where the uh, this year the top elite guys are on the offensive oh, side. Oh, one at the round moment. and two is definitely offensive There's There's some sure. defensive guys that I'm like, yeah, you know what, they would fit our system, but I don't want to draft them at nine. Well, and a like, lot of the defensive guys who are projected to be maybe in that first round and higher have a lot of question marks associated to them where a lot of the offensive guys don't. Yeah. 
So getting over, I think the Titans will be really good this year again. Uh, I do like Mike Vrabel as a coach. Six, another I mean, eleven team. and six. <laughs> I think they're definitely eleven six, ten and seven. Yeah, yeah they're right there. Yeah, they're right there again. And they're gonna get. I think they'll get four wins because they'll beat the Texans twice and they'll beat the Jags and yeah, you know that's already Every, everybody in that division gets two wins except for the <laughs> Texans. <laughs> so the team I feel like is the best in the division, the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, and uh, I think that's a big if only because. It depends on which Carson Wentz they get. I think they'll get good Carson Wentz because they're going to block for him. I actually agree. I think he's going to be back to MVP form. I do. And he's with Frank Wright. who He has a coach who knows. MVP form when Frank Wright was the OC in Philly. So I agree with you. I'm just saying, though, all things considered after he looked last year, it's a big if. Again, this is like the Sam Darnold argument to me. Last year, he had no O-line, and the coach was pretty horrible at trying to call any plays to help them out. They didn't run the ball well. They couldn't pass protect. Not many people are going to look great behind that. I mean, he's no Patrick Mahomes, okay? I mean, Carson, but Carson Wentz is a pretty good quarterback yeah. when he's there protected. There are some that you might be able to argue that, though. He might have somewhat of a Patrick Mahomes talent, and I don't think Patrick Mahomes would have looked good in the Jets or the Eagles last year. Yeah, let's be honest. Like Netflix doesn't want to play in Philly, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like I don't blame that guy for not giving one hundred and ten percent. So we we should at least give one more round for Philip Rivers. So glad he's done. I really don't like that guy. <laughs> That's because you are a biased as any bias can get. Broncos fan. Oh man, I've <laughs> I've never liked Philip Rivers though. Dude's a Hall of Famer. Nah, fringe, no. but he's a Hall of Famer. He's not in my Hall of Fame. But Eli's not in my Hall of Fame either. And Ben is eh, hes close. Ben's probably in, but not those other two. Ben's got a few rings, man. He's got two. Yeah. Well, I thought he had three. Ben doesn't no, have three. He's got two. two. His rookie year, beat, right? His they rookie got beat year by the then... Packers. He went three times, but he got That's beat. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's the only time the Steelers have lost. No. Second time. I'm sorry. They did lose to the Cowboys. Whoop, whoop. Neil O'Donnell. 95. Yeah. That was brutal. <laughs> 95. Um, so the Colts. That was the, my first taste of terrible Cowboys fans. Ooh. <laughs> Learned from a young age that these people are just not fun to be around. You have PTSD. <laughs> and you need to get over it. Well, you so, know how you can't stand the Packers for certain reasons yeah. that were no fault oh, of their own. I don't know if you. I got some of that with I mean, you were in Pueblo back in what ninety two through ninety five. Yes. Yep. So up here in the Springs, it was like Cowboys bandwagon. Uh, station oh. in, in I was in middle school and I mean even Hannah was a Cowboys fan because like her uncle was a Cowboys fan and bought her gear and they were winning so she rooted for the Cowboys right but it was like everybody rooted for the Cowboys and was just crapping on the Broncos and they were the home team so that's where my hatred of the Cowboys comes from because funny was just enough like, that did not happen in Monument hmm. oh that's how it was down a wide field the money did not like the Cowboys apparently hmm yeah, down on Widefield, it was Cowboys Central down there. So I was yeah, angry. I don't remember. Couldn't tell you. Angry. I, just, I was raised around Bronco fans. So Affluence does not like the Cowboys, is what I'm starting to gather from you, too. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You got me. So <laughs> Economically challenged is bigger Cowboys fans, apparently. Well, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I mean,. Is that a weird observation? I don't know. I mean, a little bit, I guess. 
<laughs> Cherry Creek was not rooting for the Cowboys. No, they were not. <laughs> I guess they have better things to do with their money. Uh, Definitely. Right. Um, back to the Colts. Back to the Colts. Um, I really like Chris Ballard and Frank Reich. I think this team is uh, – I think they're going to be the – like Buffalo came out and they got to the AFC Championship game. I would not be shocked to see Could the Colts. Could say honestly, going from where he was – and a lot of people looking down on him. Could he arguably be the best owner in the NFL? Arguably, with the way the Colts have turned no, around, he's allowed the best the owner is rub and tug craft, man. That's the best owner. I'm saying arguably with he, what he's allowed Ballard to do, the coaching staff. Is, Look what he had with um, Pagano, Arians filling in for him when he was out with cancer. I mean, he's allowed. Rickson was a horrible GM. He's allowed to bring in the right people and let them do their jobs, which is what a good owner should he, do. He has backed off. He previously would stick his nose in where it didn't and some belong. Some of that had to do with, I, I honestly believe, his public spotlight with painkillers and addictions and things of that nature. Since that came out to the public, I feel like he's really tried to take more of a back seat. Are they correlated? I don't know. But just my own perspective, it seems to be I, that's when he started that. I'm betting on the Colts becoming a contender this year. Hey, a lot oh, of people yeah. thought that they were going to be there last year, and then they had some injuries, and it didn't quite go their way. But, I mean, they don't necessarily have holes they have to fill. They get to pick more luxury, I feel like. And I could see them filling – is it the left tackle that left and retired? Yeah, Cassandra. I could see them going offensive line as well, actually, because if healthy, their wide receiver core is money. Young and pretty dangerous. Pittman mm -hmm. looks like he's going to be Pittman. legit. Campbell only played a game and a half, but that game and a half, he looked electric. If he can stay healthy, that's a big hit, but if he can stay healthy, T.Y.'s coming back for one more year. You've got Taylor in the backfield who, let's be honest, he could already be a top five back. And Mac. And I was going to say, Mac coming back healthy, he was a thousand yard runner, looked really solid. So if he's backing up Taylor, that offense doesn't need a lot of help. Yeah. Their defense was top five last year. So, really, whatever they do seems like it's going to be a luxury pick for them no matter what they go at. They, yeah. they need a tackle. Protect I, I would agree. That's, that's where I would look to go. But, I mean, what are they picking, like 25? 21. 21. Okay. They're, that's a good they, range for they some of those picks. they lost to the Bills in the that's first right. round. That's right. I mean, that's a good range to get that, that tackle. Arguably, there's going to be some guys on the board there. There's at least um, three that could be around that range. Christian Derrissaw. Yep. Samuel Cosme from Texas and Trayvon Jenkins from Oklahoma State should all be around that range. Could be a solid little so, ad for them. I, they've got a good old line. Grab a tackle. Yeah. Throw them in. Protect Wentz. <clears throat> you and saw how good that go. run game was towards I mean, the end exactly. of the year, man. When they yeah. finally just started, just like okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna let Philip Rivers keep throwing the ball. We're just gonna run the ball. Well, and even at the beginning of the season, they were they were letting Hines get in there a little bit more and dink and dunk kind of stuff. And whether it's because they thought Taylor saw, I mean, Wisconsin backs are notorious for coming into the NFL and just being awful because the tread's already gone. So there could have been some fear there that they wanted to start Taylor off a little slower. But at, at some point during practice, uh, they go, <laughs> his, uh, this dude's supremely talented. We need yeah. to start running. Towards the beginning beast. of the season, a couple of the games I watched, um, his vision wasn't quite there yet. I don't know if that was because of the, the run schemes they were doing or Nerves. whatever. But There's a lot that could play into it. He, sure. he didn't quite have the vision. And then towards the end of the season, every time they had him the ball, I was like, damn. Yeah. 
So well, they're gonna have to make a decision because either Mac or Hines is gone, in my opinion. So, I think they keep all of them this year. They're all signed right now. Yeah, they're all signed. So this year they, they're Hines, all there. Hines becomes the guy you come in to spell Taylor when Taylor's not gonna get the catch. Hines, Hines is gonna Hines be the quick is game. So good though, man. Quick game. Mac's really good too, though. I mean, Mac in all honesty, gets hurt. He uh, does, and that's the thing. That's why they drafted Taylor is because they couldn't trust Mac to stay healthy. Right, and that's why I would dump that problem while I can, while I have a very talented second back. They couldn't dump it though. That's the thing is because of his injury coming back from Achilles. They re-signed Mac. Yeah, he wasn't even under contract. They re-signed him. Oh my gosh, cheap. All right. They got him on the cheap. Well, they should if you don't so, know if it's gonna work. But he's super talented. So you're again, you're the depth that the Colts have built over the last couple yeah. of years is crazy. That's true. If I something mean, happens well, to Taylor, Taylor, you now have another thousand yard rusher sitting there and Hines. Taylor or Hines, anything happens to either of them. You still I just so, think they're gonna run the ball well. I think Wentz is going to be a lot of play really action good behind Wentz, a good uh, look really good for behind him. a good O line. I think Wentz is going to be a top ten quarterback. Next I agree. Season, I really do. I mean, and I think a lot of it has to do with I have that much confidence in Wright being able to get him right. I just make sure guys aren't hitting him within two seconds. I think he'll be fine. So, yeah, I, yeah, I uh, Colts and Tennessee are going to be fighting for that that division for sure. And I think if Wentz is back to an MVP form or close to it. I do believe that Indy has a little bit more talent overall and, and will eke that out. I just think with their defensive talent, that just puts them over the edge. Exactly. Oh, for sure. Agreed. I mean, for sure. Again, you get into the playoffs and you let King Henry run, anything can happen. And But I, I wouldn't put Tennessee's roster up there and say, hey, that's a great roster. But I mean, you could say the same thing about the Colts and Taylor, though. I mean, they arguably have the best line in the league. They're one of those teams that could be argued as one of the best offensive lines in the league. Yes. So you let Taylor go, you know, you start running that clock down, and then, like you said, their defense. I mean, Leonard might be the best middle linebacker in the league. Arguably. So, I mean, depth is crazy for the Colts right now. So they're definitely on that. They're in the top Fringe four AFC possibility of beating Kansas City. I was going to say top five, of. actually, but yeah, I could see top four. I'm, I mean, I'm, I've got uh, Casey, Buffalo, um, Cleveland, and Indy. I think I'd actually have the Colts four. over Buffalo only because their defense. Ooh. They're a better overall team. Oh, that's no, hard for me. No man, that that offense though dangerous as hell. But they got they got exposed by their defense in the playoffs. Yeah, that's true too. And they almost lost the Colts. I think that it, I, I think you can. They make almost a, lost the Colts and Philip Rivers. Right. Yeah. I think you can make a pretty good argument for that. So, yeah. but that's the thing. I think everybody behind Kansas City, those next three or four teams, you could put in a hat and pull one out, and that's number two. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I think that's what's going to make the AFC really fun this year is they are crazy top-heavy. Th- yeah. Those five, six teams at the top are yeah. are have definitely separated themselves from everybody. But if they don't make a yeah Super Bowl, like actual run in the next few years, though, I think their chances are fairly limited down the road. So this I think is- you could say that about Kansas City, too, though. Like, they're, they're on the verge of not being able to keep this dynasty going because of the way they're going to have to start paying guys. Yeah. So I think as long as you have Mahomes, well, though, you're always they're going to have to start drafting better. This, well, you say that, but I mean, this recent well, the recent GM has only been in the job what two or three years. If you look at the last three drafts before Mahomes, they're they're not getting those impact players. They they could have drafted. Here's here's the biggest thing. They had three second round picks. They drafted Juan Thornhill, a safety, with one. Yeah. 
They traded two picks to get McCall Hardman. Do you know who's sitting on the board? Absolutely. Stupid. Do you know who's sitting on the board? That they didn't even have to trade. They could have just drafted both wide receivers and been happy. DK Metcalf. Yes, but I mean, oh, that's slightly unfair because 32, 31 teams passed on Metcalf. I mean, he came out, he should have been a top 10 pick. So, But you want to know what? They were in a position of luxury where they could have gambled on him. They could, but they, they gambled on Hardman because, all technical purposes, Hardman fits their scheme more. Hardman is a, a Tyreek Hill Jr. kind of pick. So that's why they picked him. That's tragic. Can you imagine if they got DK Metcalf? God, oh, that'd be disgusting. That'd be so wrong. Kelsey Hill and Metcalf? That'd be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be the worst but thing But if, if you see. go back and look at the Chiefs drafts the last couple of years, their drafts are not good. They're not. I won't say they're bad, though. I think they a lot of their what picks are What else would you call scheme. them? <laughs> they're, not, they're not, not good? <laughs> I don't know. They're not bad. Bad. They just weren't. They did. Great. They did draft a, a really good uh, corner last year in Sneed. He played really well. I mean, they got but. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Is that a bust? I, I can't say uh, that is yet. Uh, yeah. I don't. I, would, I won't go that far uh, because they didn't really allow him to run last year. They just didn't. They just didn't. That's not a good line to run behind. It's not. I know, but if he's that talented, you would think they would have given him a little uh, bit more of a run. No, not me. I'm like, I'm why waste it down? I could score points. Well. The way the offense is set up, it doesn't really need to be. So good. I mean, it game was game. kind of a luxury pick at that point when they really needed to draft O line. Yeah, that's and the player they did done. want was Caesar Ruiz, who's a center slash guard. He got picked by the, the Saints. Jumped up early to draft him. They could have so. gone defense too. I mean, but if you look through their picks the last three years, and again, I I do because Andy's a Chiefs fan, and we go over them. They're not good. Yeah, Dorsey like, built up that roster. He's the one that drafted Chris Jones, and he's the one that drafted Kelsey and Hill and Mahomes, and he's not there anymore. We'll see what happens. And Chris, they let Chris Ballard walk out the door to case uh, to the Indianapolis Colts. They've got the third guy. It's because they have Andy. He's Reed. the one that got promoted. Yeah, Andy Reid's probably the one that's you know mainly picking the groceries now. So you know he's picking guys more based on scheme, not necessarily talent, and it's so far worked for them. It could come back and bite him in the yeah. ass, though. I don't know. I, it's they still got the back-to-back Super Bowl, so right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it hasn't three. really. Yeah. If they weren't for that false start in the Patriots game, oh, they'd have gone to a, three. That was such a. We would have had a Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. That would have been awesome. I'm just sad because now my picture is Metcalf in a Chiefs uniform, and that <laughs> depresses me. It's like I don't like the Seahawks. <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah, that'd be. That would Talk about somebody crazy. to actually dwarf Tyreek Hill. Boy, would that have been a challenge. You know what I mean? To actually be like, well, who do I throw to, Tyreek or Metcalf? Just line them up next to each you other and know just what? let them run games. Yeah, but imagine what Metcalf would do in that. Like, legit, imagine. Look what he did with Russell Wilson and everybody focused on him. Imagine what he would do when there's two other guys that you have to cover. So right. you can't and when, home, when Mahomes is running 30 yards back and he just throws it deep and Metcalf's sure. just like, nobody's on me. Right. Boom. Yeah. Be awesome. What could have been? I know. But so I think sad. that's where the Colts have an advantage over everybody else in the AFC right now. I think yeah. they are the deepest team. Are think, they the most talented? Maybe not. But are they the deepest? I think so. Yeah. I think the question marks on the Colts are a lot far and few between when it comes to some of the other yeah. teams. Yeah. yeah. I would agree. Very. Um, I mean, corners are probably their biggest weakness. 
maybe D-line. You don't need cornerbacks if you have, the, like, really good uh, – well, it, it all depends on your defensive scheme, right? Although, you know, you say that, that on. one of those top three corners falls to them. I could see them grabbing them, too, instead of an O-lineman and doing – like you said, the offensive line is a little deep this year. Offensive line is so deep So they this could year. wait, and they – if. You know, the Sertan, the Farley, or why am I drawing a blank? JC Horn. Yeah. Uh, Newsom from Northwestern is yeah. getting a lot of hype right now, so too. So one of those guys kind of falls there in their lap. They they could arguably grab that right now. It's true. They just don't need, like, they're not desperate in any position. They're not. They're not. They can so, take the best player available and it'll keep be on rolling. It'll be interesting to see how that falls out. Yeah. Nice. Go Colts. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Are we done? No, with, I've, with, I've uh, got divisions. We, no, I we're mean, done. Tonight, uh, divisions, West. AFC West. AFC oh, West. We saved. You the, did save it. All right. We saved the uh, the one that we're more passionate about, <laughs> and then we see how we feel. We can just cry a little bit more. Uh, yeah, yeah. We got a decade of crying. So just, no, we don't. Yeah, they want we'll a Super see. Bowl in fifteen. No, I'm going forward. We've already oh, had five years. Right. We may have another five. Well, it depends on if John Elway steps out of the way and actually lets Patton do his job. So we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. At at least I still have Von Miller for at least another year. Yeah, at least at least a year. He's my guy since he got drafted, and um, I I like really enjoy watching him play. So yeah, Miller's awesome. Oh yeah, absolutely. Plus he's a geek, so I give him credit. For yeah, that. he's <laughs> just he just seems like a cool dude. dude. So yeah. <clears throat> cool story uh, on Von. This last year he did uh, a Von Von Christmas on Twitch. And it was actually during one of the last games of the season. And he was literally, um, if you were on his Twitch and you subscribed, which was like five bucks or whatever, you got like tickets into his raffle. And he was literally just randomly, like you had to type in a certain code and then you got entered into the raffle. And people were, he was giving away computers, uh, Jeezy's, um, Jordan's. Like uh, autographed jerseys and helmets. <laughs> and anybody awesome. likes like, shoes, I think he meant Yeezys, but yeah. we're good. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Jeezy would be a rapper. Yeezy would be a line of shoes. But we're good. <laughs> but those, yeah. <laughs> those. Or maybe they were just from Jeezy's own feet. I mean, yeah. we don't hey, know. Who knows? Those Juan are, hangs out with a lot of people. Juan actually has a really cool thing that I love is his his glasses. Yeah, um, Juan's vision. Yeah, that, that, I think that's incredible. They the do. Uh, make sure kids in need get the glasses the prescription that they need to be able to just see what they're doing. They usually do a Vaughn's vision. I want to say they do a dinner or in the past they did this last year. It was just a all online, but, um, the, the lot, a lot of cool stuff on there. I've gone on there to see what's on there and lots of cool auctioned items for directly goes towards Vaughn's vision where he gives kids glasses. That's awesome. I can't wait till I get to the point down the road when I get to start hosting events like that. Right. That, I, I would love that. I'm so with cool. you. Yeah. Just to be able to just give back for no reason. Like no intent behind it. No, I get a kickback out of this or anything. Just yeah. a straight, I'm doing this so other people can benefit. Absolutely. Nothing yeah. else required. Yeah. So it's things like that. that I, Vaughn is a really cool guy off the football field. And he's uh, made himself into a better person um, from the first couple years he was on the Broncos till now. He grew up. You come into the league he at grew 20, up. 21. All I mean, right. yeah. you know, you're an adult, quote unquote, but you're you still for, a kid. You forget how stupid that age is. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, man. I had somebody stupid send me. And you've got money? I had somebody send me pictures the other day of yeah. my I freshman year of college, and I was like, oh, dear Lord. Yeah. I would have had a very <laughs> short life having that kind of money. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not would have gone well. Right. 
All right, so next week, NFC, NFC, AFC West. AFC West. I think yep. we, uh, we'll have a, a fun little debate argument topic. Pinky's got a, a quarterback bracket, all-time bracket for quarterbacks that we'll, we'll dive into a little it's, bit and discuss. It's tough. That could, it's tough. That could cause some fun little controversy between all of us. I might go through and just actually like take their brackets but fill it out on how I would do it. Whatever we want to do. I think that'll be fun. And then uh, next couple of weeks after that, too, we'll dive into some mocks. I think I think we're all on the same page there. Yeah. Look at some mocks from yeah, we'll do, uh, different people. NFL, ESPN. We'll do an NFL and an ESPN one. and Find some of those. And we might even – we're still debating. We might do our own. We might oh, it's just kind of – It's happening. We're going to do our own. Crap shoot it along the we'll, – we'll see how that goes. It'll be the first time we try something that uh, in-depth. It's pretty easy. We're just all well. If we just go one through thirty-two, where everybody's at now. But if we start going, hey, we could trade. No, we're not. Yeah, you you can't (laughs) do trades. No trades. No trades. Uh, (laughs) That that is the rule. No trades. We're just gonna rotate picks like one through four. Probably. Yeah, I think we. I think that'd be pretty sweet. And then he ends up coming out with the best draft. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you just you basically we you just hand out. You know, then turn around and get ourselves. All of us will get like five. (laughs) Right. All of us will get like five teams or six teams to draft for. And I haven't failed a class in a while, so this should be fun. (laughs) This should be great. Yeah. We're gonna be like Aaron's. Just gonna be like, I don't know who that guy is. Knock us back down a little bit. Yeah. We're gonna take that guy because that's who Draft Network says is next. Pinky, I'm gonna do better than you think. Ooh. Like it. Yeah. Like it. Well, it's because you set the bar so low for me. Like I. Solid. <laughs> Have a little confidence. Solid. So uh, for anyone out there listening, that's kind of where we're... It's not fantasy season yet. It's draft season. Yeah. <laughs> we're heading into that. I think that's kind of where the next couple of weeks will go. Won't be talking a lot of basketball leading up to the draft. Um, you know, big stories we'll probably mention, like, you know, Katie might Once come Once we back get tonight. in after the draft, it's literally NFL dead season. So Yeah. We'll, so then we'll have... I mean, that'll basketball. be the... Towards the end of the basketball season, running in the playoffs, we'll get a lot of NBA baseball will be about a month and a half into the season or so we can start talking so a little long. bit of baseball so long. nhl playoffs will be rolling around there too so we'll we'll branch out a little bit more here after these next couple of weeks leading up to the draft and uh we got a little surprise leading into the draft too that we'll get to right up before kind of let you know what the show's doing for that so we'll save that pinky's got a grin on his face but we'll save it for now we'll 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 lay it on the people right before the show goes down is it bad how long it took me to actually realize what surprise you were referring to? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I was I like, what? It is. what is it? Tell me, Caleb. <laughs> I want to know now. Yeah. And I'm like, so, oh, uh, I know. Okay, I get Shout it. out to Zach. With that being said, I <laughs> think uh, yeah, I miss we, you, can, Zach. we can wrap this up a little bit and nice little bow and hit the ground run. We're going to be hitting Mondays here for the next couple of weeks going forward. Some scheduling issues. Mondays are going to work best for everybody to make sure we can all be here. So only because we like you, Zach. Yeah, we'll move it around and let you be here. Give your I mean, two cents every and, fifteen and to twenty minutes. I know you're only out there with your son's <laughs> baseball, but oh, speaking of which, real quick, we will give a shout out. So Xander's first game for we'll call it real baseball because somebody's not pitching to him. They're not hitting off a tee. It's kids pitching. They're they're literally doing it all on their own now. Nice. Zach did give me a quick shout. Let me know how the game went. Xander started. As the pitcher, through two innings, three Ks, couple earned runs. But Zach's not quite sure how they count earned runs in this league because of some errors and things that weren't necessarily his his son's control. But uh, still, that's a solid start for his first 
big league action of little league. <laughs> <laughs> is he doping up yet? We're, we're almost there. You got to start him. HGH young. is in the mail. Okay. Cool. All right. <laughs> Lance Armstrong is sending it. Yeah, the blood transfusions. <laughs> Just don't, don't use Zach's though. That'll make him worse. <laughs> the Andro gel is on the way. <laughs> so shout out to Xander. Well done, little man. Any uh, final thoughts here, gentlemen? Hmm. No. Go, go do something nice for someone else out there. Yeah. Pay be, it forward. Be like Shaq. Yeah. Be if you like haven't heard Shaq. the Shaq story, go go look it up yourself. Yeah. Shaq, engagement ring. It's a little feel good. A little quick find. Yeah. Absolutely. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. Do, do some paying forward in April. I think we can all jump on that bandwagon. For sure. All, all right, right, man. Well, good to be back again. Getting back into the flow of things with you fellas. Love it. Hope everybody has a wonderful week. And we'll talk to y'all soon. Absolutely. Peace. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. Even if the beat stops, my soul will not leave. If I never stood tall, nobody would ever see. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. Even if the beat stops, my soul will not leave. If I never stood tall, nobody would ever see. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. I can show you where my heart's at. See it on my sleeve. Even if the beat stops, my soul will not leave.